Good morning. And get up. Now count me in. Hey, she's in there, and welcome to the podcast. Um, showbiz, cat cafes, kids who want beauty products, and an inspirational story of a man uh, going to Everest Base Camp. All coming up. The Husey, Ed and Aaron podcast. So uh, my daughter turned 11 yesterday. How are we going to celebrate? Uh, my wife booked us in for the cat cafe. <laughs> yeah. The video is available to be viewed online. This is just a start of uh, what I filmed at the Cat Cafe. Fishing for cats at the Cat Cafe. I'm a very good cat fisherman. Uh, when I say you fish for <laughs> cats, you don't really fish for cats. You don't hook them, but you do. You are handed fishing rods and you yeah. sort of walk around trying to entertain the cats. I'd by be sort more of, into it if you were hooking them. No, little fluffy sort of feathers on the end of it. And you just sort of, you try to get them interested in your presence at the Cat Cafe. Mm. We turned up. We uh, had a 3.30 session, 3.30 p.m. session. Until when? Well, I I was hoping, I was imagining it was only going to be half an hour. It ended up being, they're 50-minute sessions. Oh, God. So you're, you're locked in a room. And we, we some, of the se- some of the rooms were sold out. The kitten room was sold out. Oh, yeah, that's popular. So uh, I think all that was available was the, uh, it's called the teenager room. Oh God, the moody things. Yes. They were really yeah, it's like too cat- good for there yes. and had no interest yeah. in you. Yep. So they, they consider teenage cats to be between one and two years of age. No, so that's really. that's the and some of them were already morbidly obese, I must say. <laughs> I mean really oh. big cats. A couple of them were like whales. Or the we like you know, fat shaming the cats. Now see sea that world. I can't sit here. As a woman, <laughs> a passionate woman who struggled with eating and her body image. I cannot let you fat shame cats. No, I, it was in, I, some of my. Yeah, you're right. I shouldn't. I I made some verbal comments to the yeah, cats themselves. Yes, and I thought, <laughs> no, it's not appropriate. But anyway, I did. Were you body shaming the cats? One of them particular was. Oh, you can't. They're body like shame literally the pussy cats. This is where they shape who they are in their heads. Yeah, all right. Well, I'm not, I was bored. It's, it's, <laughs> oh no! But also, no. A number of the cats were looking for the exit, like you know, they, they were just just staring at the door, trying to get out. Can't imagine why, given you were there calling them fatty. <laughs> no, boombers. I actually, if you see the video, I did do my best to try to entertain these cats, and the, right. the guy. <laughs> The guy who was from Chile, the guy who was organising yeah, it, he so said that hmm. he said growing up he wasn't allowed to have cats in Chile. He said they had goats and they had donkeys and they had all sorts of animals, but their parents, his parents would not allow him to have cats. Yeah, because he keeps them locked up in like a prison. No, he's found his dream job <laughs> and he loves them. And these are rescue cats as well. And you can take one of them home if you like. We've already got a rescue cat, so what? we didn't take one home. Oh, well, God. I mean, you can organise to, uh, yeah, to, you, I mean, you can go home with a cat, you know what I mean? And look after that cat for the rest of its life. Oh, okay. You can adopt it. Can imagine yes. why it was so What else so are you going to do with the cat? Uh-huh. So, uh, you know, I went to, my wife took me to the cat cafe for my birthday uh, last year. Wait, I'm so confused. So, Ed, I thought we were one with our no, no, we hate are for into, pets. I can't hate dogs. I like cats. Oh, my God. You I have no idea. Your dog idea. hatred quite, by the way. I don't. It's not a hatred. It's more right. of a, it's but just a mind's hatred. Let's be yeah, lovers. Okay, you right. love cats. So, I love cats. So, oh my god! So she actually took you to a cat cafe. That's extraordinary. Yeah, she's allergic. Kitten room. She's allergic. Yeah. What what oh age god. group so, did you get? 
Uh, we were no, we were in teenage as well. Now that I think about yeah, it, yeah, we it's were very in teenage cats as well. You yeah, you can't ahead. get you, mate. You got to book right ahead. Seriously, there are that many Instagram influencers in there, and they're dressed as cats oh, themselves. Yeah. <laughs> it gets a bit odd. It gets a bit weird in the kitten room. So wait, is there a video of you lying on the floor like stroking cats? Uh, we we weren't we didn't video it, but we should have. Did you go with your, your children as well? Did they go as well? No, nah, it was just my wife and I, and oh, um, really and she's allergic. She had to have two Zyrtec to go. Yes, I'm allergic too. Uh, did we, it was a great day. My wife said that, and I didn't go that in Japan, my wife said they went yeah. to a cat cafe and I didn't go that day, but she reckons, she reckons, and I'm not, these are her words. She reckons the Tokyo cats were drugged. She reckons that. <laughs> she reckons in Tokyo they're drugging their cats. No, they do that a lot in, <laughs> Hang on. in animal, animal Just, enclosures. No, no, wait, wait, wait. At zoos and stuff, don't okay. they do that all the time? Yeah, the tigers, when you feed a tiger yes. overseas, it's safe to say the tiger's not like at its peak sort of <laughs> yeah, but alertness. <laughs> but she reckons they're, she, they drug yeah. the cats. Yeah. After, what, a, what a claim. <laughs> what a claim. Yes, yeah, so what's her claim? So she'll be horrified that I've said this because it sounds, you know. If you love cats, go to cat. Don't give it. Oh, God. We paid, by the way. So. Oh, no, yeah. And yeah, she yeah. was hoping that I was going to be able to use my celebrity to get into the kitten room. But no, they were not. Nah, didn't get me into the kitten room. So. I hate that. <laughs> I really hate it when people don't recognise our celebrity. Oh, <laughs> it's a great day out. <laughs> Today FM. Taylor Swift, unamused by Golden Globes host Joe Coy. Kim Kardashian freaks out after using the aging filter. It's showbiz. Oh my lord. Kim Kardashian freaking out over using an aging filter. That yeah. will do me. Uh, Chrissy Teigen has admitted that her five-year-old son, Miles, has never, ever eaten a vegetable. Well, except this time. Miles has still not had a vegetable. He is six. He's never had a vegetable. Never. When I like, we acts he accidentally ate a, a broccoli floret uh, in a fried rice and was so upset about it. But <laughs> people have a go at Chrissy Teigen for all yeah. sorts of rubbish that she carries on with, but that's relatable, isn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> she's actually very, in terms of being self-deprecating and taking the Mickey out of herself yeah. and being quite raw. She's pretty good in that way, mind you. I, there used to be a heap about her everywhere. I haven't seen much about her recently, but this one I can absolutely relate to. I don't know how healthy it is for well, the yeah. child, because at least in my case, when Eliza goes to her dad, she eats a lot of vegetables. You know what? It's all she eats. Yeah. So I feel like she's getting enough. She'll be right. I mean, you should try to get your kids <laughs> to eat vegetables, but yeah. it's their, you know what? It's their choice, and let them live their lives. You know, my right. son yeah, basically works when they're five. My son pretty much just has cereal. That's all he eats. Yeah. Like how old is he? Fourteen. He's fifteen. Isn't he? Yeah. yeah. So that's old. That's enough. a that's a big part of the diet. And he's six foot two now. So, yeah, it'll work. You know, it'll work. yeah, it's going it'll good. Work. So yeah. just yes, yeah, I got my blood stuff. test back yesterday. For anyone who cares, off the back of my blood test story, really good. Iron really high. Everything really good, except slightly low on B twelve. Yeah, that's uh, but not worryingly so. I've got, some, so I've got some pills you can take. Do, yeah, I'm going to take some supplements and yeah. But high no, and iron's weird though because I think most women are low on iron. Well, I always have been. This is the first time that I've been and when I say high, like just she said, oh, your iron's really good. First time I've ever had iron really good. Go on, Husey. I had hemochromatosis which meant that I had too much iron but I think it's gone away. Maybe I've know. somehow gotten some <laughs> of your iron in me. Oh, there we go. <laughs> no, that's Thank impossible. You. And no one wants to think That's about wrong that. Just from close Stop that. talking about. <laughs> Travis Kelsey is set to be the Super Bowl MVP, especially if he's not on the field. They reckon he's being offered a million bucks to go to like Super Bowl parties, even if his team doesn't make it. Yeah, the Chiefs, which is his team, yeah. uh, they, they win one more game, they get to the Super Bowl. 
and I saw a lot of vision of Taylor Swift yesterday when they were playing in the final they were playing in. I was... Mm-hmm. I know it makes Ed angry. I'm happy to see Taylor Swift. I need Swift a button. Vision. I wish I had a but button where I could push. Oh, yeah, you should be able to do that. On nine, yeah, like during State of Origin, red. they used to have you could choose different screens or you could choose yeah. just to watch this angle or yep. but you Jace, can do that. You're right. Jason Kelsey was that also was in the box. Best center in the NFL, I reckon, but maybe imminently retiring. So he whipped his shirt off and he looks like a fat bloke, yeah. which was Jesus great. Jesus Christ, what is wrong with you? Oh, come on. I can say that the, this this... Superstar athlete looks like a fat bloke. That's good. That's good for fat blokes. Actually, they just asked your <laughs> mate Brendan Favola. They just stopped using that term in sport. What? what? Fender- well, apparently you're not allowed to call it fat club or say that guys have gotten fat in the off season anymore. Oh, look, I know that. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, it's let's let's reclaim the word fat. I'm fat <laughs> from behind. Look at my. I saw. A fo- I actually saw a video of me from behind the other day, and I was. I was actually disgusted. <laughs> I thought I'm doing? awful. See, that's awful. But if, I'm awful. But if I'm people, awful. I shouldn't go out in public. No, you know, don't. <laughs> that's not true. No, you just need to make sure <laughs> you wear a really big shirt. That's <laughs> all. That's not true, man. <laughs> my like, children say, I always say, put your shirt back on, Dad. And I, and now I know why. To see how it makes it's you disgusting. feel. <laughs> that's how you've just made Jason feel. And the cats. Anyone else you want to take a dig at? How am I looking? Post baby. Oh, Am I looking all right? It was so long ago. That's not an excuse anymore. <laughs> this is the Husey, Ed and Aaron podcast. Hey, Husey, Ed and Aaron, um, tweens who are obsessed with makeup and beauty products. That is what we're talking about. The Husey, Ed and Aaron podcast. The Husey, Ed and Erin podcast. So uh, yesterday, my daughter's birthday, she turned 11. We went to the Cat Cafe. That video is available to see online. That's Cat Cafe if you're into At cats. Husey, Ed and Erin on <clears throat> Instagram. Yeah, yeah there's cats everywhere. Uh, also, she got birthday money. And uh, some of the birthday money, I don't know how much because I don't know what goes on, but was spent. It was the same in my family. Dad had no idea. It was always mum and it was always sneaky. Yeah, right. So, don't tell you. But also relatives give her money, you know, yeah. through the post. You know, that's what happens these days, and I appreciate that. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, they just kids just demand money. That's what they want. They want yeah. money. So send they want to exercise us. choice. Yes, uh, but she exercised her choice with her sister uh, at a place called Mecca mm-hmm. at Westfield. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. this is a, uh, and we're not talking about the place where you can go on a religious pilgrimage, which that's what that would I be thought easier Mecca to was understand. That. To be I just honest. thought Mecca was you go to Mecca because you're religious and good on you. Well, it's no. like the mecca of makeup so and she, skincare. And she's buying moisturizer at the age of just turned 11. What? Like she needs moisturizer. I don't no. use moisturizer. Oh, well, can I? <laughs> <laughs> and look at you. Yeah, I can't is, imagine. No, it, it is. What is happening? Everywhere. Tweens and expensive skincare is everywhere. And I cannot for the life of me understand it. I remember when I was younger, mum bought us these Clinique sets of like, moisturizer, toner, and something else, and we did not touch it. I did not start moisturizing, I swear to God, till I was 38 and suddenly went, oh, God, I need to start trying to not look old. Yes, I didn't even remove my makeup till I was 38. And these tweens, like, listen, this is Millie Bobby Brown, who's like, she was 14 here. So now we are going to do the swimming under the eye gel pads. I love that soothing feeling. They replenish, they refresh, they hydrate, and they brighten 
go undrive, which is something I need every something single Something she needs. <laughs> she's 12. What about That's Pixie the... Jasenko? She's like oh my God. eight. Yeah. Mm. As you can see, I am putting on more of the 20 skin mask. Here it is. <laughs> I'm just like putting it on like this. <laughs> Five minutes. <laughs> what is... What? These are, these are children. Well, at one point yesterday, when my other daughter said, I just want to duck into Woolworths, she ducked into Woolworths with her sister, came back 10 minutes later with more makeup. What? And like it was a secret. They're getting hooked on makeup and, and not- moisturiser and they're not even teenagers. It's not like purple eyeshadow that we would use or ugly. It's like good stuff too. Like they're buying like Victoria Beckham makeup. It's just, it's. It's just weird. They're spending all their money on this and all I their mean, it parents' money. it could be worse. Money. Like, it's better than, you know, crack cocaine. But does it lead to crack cocaine? It probably does. But if you're on crack ca- cocaine, you would... <laughs> Did you start on skincare? 13, also... 10, 60. Yeah, but also if you are on crack cocaine, <laughs> you probably need the moisturiser. You know? Actually, you would because, it... I don't know, does it have a drying effect? People on crack cocaine don't look great generally. <laughs> Do they? I wouldn't have thought More so. More a teeth thing, I reckon. Yeah, well, yeah, mm. it's certainly not good for your teeth. But, but I've never been on it. I look, although I look like I am <laughs> because I've, I've got bad teeth. But that's a separate no, topic. We're getting me. distracted. Okay, kids and skincare. Young kids spending all their pocket money or birthday money or Christmas money on expensive skincare. There's brands like Drunk Elephant is one that I keep seeing all over, like little kids' Instagrams or parents saying I, my kids are desperate for this. It's blowing my mind. I mean, look, whoever's marketing it from a skincare perspective is They've kicked it out of the park. They've nailed it because it's everywhere. We need to hear from parents. They don't. We who, now, are parents, suffering. Are, yeah, parents, are you suffering through this? Have you got children that are desperate for Mecca moisturizer, tween face masks? Was it makeup, yes. cleanser, all that stuff? So thirteen ten sixty lines are open. Kayla, is this your niece? How old? Uh, she's twelve. All right. What's she right. buying? Um, so like before Christmas, we went Christmas shopping. She had her own birthday money and she's like, oh, I just want to go into Mecca, Sephora, you know, the popular shops. Yeah, and, um, yeah. She comes out a hundred and something dollars later, two products, and she shows me the Drunk Elephant moisturizer. And I'm like, how good is this stuff? Am I missing out on something? I had no idea what it was. So she gives me a little, a little tutorial and a trial at home. But yeah, she's obsessed and that's her favorite shops. And yeah, she's. She's obsessed TikTok videos. How much is spending TikTok, on it? Oh, I heard crazy. Drunk Elephant's really expensive. How much? Yeah, is... it was around ninety nine dollars, and I was just like, what? I'd never heard of it, but yeah, I was shocked. I was like, what is this? All these kids are obsessed. It's crazy. It's... Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. But I know. Like on two occasions, I've been with her, probably around three hundred dollars between birthday, Christmas money. But wow. yeah, she's got. I don't. I don't even know the names of half the things she's got, but I know they're TikTok famous. So see, I, I think don't think it's yeah, like an that's obsession TikTok. with how they look, because that it would worry me if I thought that they were really obsessed with mm. looking good. But I think it's just more. It's a trend in TikTok do. as opposed to it's them like all Pokemon. being obsessed. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, who else? Yeah. Now, Melanie, is this your daughter? How old? Yes, my daughter Ashley is nine years old, and she is absolutely obsessed. For Christmas, I had to buy her a skin a skincare package with for for drunk elephant, and it cost me two hundred dollars. What the, what on. is drunk elephant? Why is the elephant it's, drunk, and uh, how is it making so much money? Expensive whiskey that drunk. drunk on, it's on, it's on good stuff. I tell you that now. Oh my and, god! And and she's applying it every day, Melanie, or every, she... 
morning and evening. She, I don't have a routine. She does. <laughs> Whose skin looks better, Melanie? Yeah, yeah, we go. System works. Today FM. Hughie and Aaron. Uh, so Aaron and Hughie have a battle to see who can go viral. Hughie's you know, pretended to do his shoulder, and uh, now Aaron's hit back. So we'll hear how she did a powerful one. Sorry, I've always got to use that word. That's coming up. Uh, but now, time for the story of an inspirational man and how he got himself to Everest Base Camp after a horrific uh, injury post helicopter. <laughs> The Husey, Ed and Aaron podcast. The Husey, Ed and Aaron podcast. Inspirational guest in the studio. His name is Jay Stevens and he came in on crutches. Welcome to the show, Jay. Thank you very much, Husey. Love to be here. Yeah, yeah congratulations. Mm. It's such an honour to have you here. Uh, you have become the first paraplegic to walk to Mount Everest Base Camp. Without a wheelchair. That is sensational. Thank you very much. Why? Oh, just, I've always just had a little bit of ticker inside. And I think the big thing after being told you're paraplegic and you are not going to walk again, obviously having young kids as well, to have that taken away, that was just something I couldn't accept. And of course, being at a spinal cord hospital, you see a lot of quadriplegics who aren't as lucky as yourself. Yep. So if you've got that small little chance to try and get back up, and of course, a young family to set an example for. It was um, mm. obviously some tough times, but you know, obviously looking at your family every day and having some very good support, friendship network, uh, here we are six years later in a very good position. So you had an accident, a helicopter accident when you were what, 32? Is that right? 32 years old, uh, nearly exactly six years ago in the start of 2018. So you were in the Northern Territory and you just were on a joy flight. Is that right? Was that yeah, Northern Territory for a kickoff conference for my work. Yeah, and we were gifted helicopter flights uh, from the employer, and uh, unfortunately, uh, the pilot stalled my helicopter about 150 meters up in the sky. And we all know what happens when you stall. There's no breakdown lanes up there, unfortunately. Yeah, Uzi. yeah, we, uh, straight back down to earth. Do you oh. remember that moment? Like, do you or like sometimes with trauma, people block it out? Yeah, I've actually done a bit of work around it, and I think it was more, it was like it was happening so fast, but in slow motion Yeah. at the same time, and you were, you were kind of just waiting for the pilot to do something. It was like turbulence on a helicopter, Yeah. and you're obviously, I'm quite comfortable with that, but it just kept getting worse and worse, and of course, after a while, you're like, okay, this isn't very good here, <gasps> and then, uh, of course, the obviously, the helicopter stalled. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we fell pretty much just straight out of the sky. Did you have a moment where you thought I'm about to die? Yeah. There was just that little split second. I think you're just sitting there. You're, obviously you're thousands of miles away from your kids, your yep. family. You had, so how old were your kids at this time? So I had an 18 month old uh, at the time. Oh, so I was just God. a young father. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, I think there was just that, that quick thing. You're just like, uh Oh, you know, I'm going out here. Cause yep. it, it took about 30 seconds for it to happen. So it wasn't just like an incident. It, w- it was kind of just like. Yeah, you had about five, ten seconds to have that little thing, that thought pop into your head, really. So, but you got pulled out of the the the, 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 the mangled helicopter. Yes, luckily the helicopter we got it the worst on the right hand side, the pilot and I, and the passenger on the left hand side, he'd had a pretty bad concussion, but uh, luckily enough, he was able to extract us and pull us out of the helicopter and uh yeah we were kind of out in the desert there for about three three four hours oh, before we kind were of were you in i mean were you in agony or was it like a were you just it was you had no feeling bit and, of both yeah i think there was shock but also laying there as well you knew that it was bad 
And I th- like I said, it was probably just a flow on effect from the thoughts that you had when you were going down as thousands of miles away from your family, you just had a young son and not knowing if you were going to make it. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, they were probably some of the prevailing thoughts, but also you had the little gift of thousands of ants crawling all over oh you and there was, some, there was some snakes next to oh, us as well. That's horrific. So. Oh, we'll get to Everest, <laughs> but just one final question. How do you feel about the pilot? How, how did you feel in the after, the immediate aftermath? How do you feel now? I was quite neutral about everything. Like he didn't get in that helicopter for that to happen. No. Yeah. But I guess afterwards, um, what has happened, uh, there's been a few media interviews where he's been painted as the hero of the story when he'd actually caused the accident. So mm. unfortunately, hard. yeah, mm. that's, uh, that's kind of the way that one went. Now you, uh, obviously, when did you find out that, was it a, a month later or a week later you found out that you had a permanent, uh, you know, a, a yeah, paralyzation? Really... Yeah, it was bad from the start. Um, of course, working in medical devices myself, mm. um, I kind of tried to not look too much at all the x-rays and some of the MRIs. Because, of course, I just didn't want to have that thought in my head of yep. seeing how serious it was. So I actually didn't look at my notes, my clinical notes, until about four years after. So all wow. I kind of knew was that I had an incomplete spinal cord injury. Yeah. And that was all I wanted to know. I just didn't want to go down into the details because that's where you can get bogged up. And, you know, if you're having tough days, the first things you're going to think about is obviously how serious the injury yeah. was. So. I chose not to look at that until probably the start of last year, and we found out that it was probably about 80% crushed. So, yeah, I never so knew that. You walked in with crutches here, and you obviously walked to Everest Base Camp, extraordinary effort. Uh, how long before you were able to do that, use crutches to actually be mobile? Yes, yeah, so I got up in probably about June, July, uh, about two and a half years ago. Yeah, right. So the first, wow. Yeah, so the first six months, obviously having little number nine knitting needle legs, Mm-hmm. with no muscles on them and, yeah. and also just neurologically having to retrain. I can't yeah. feel my left leg. So having to figure out new ways to walk, yeah. it was more the neurological fatigue. That was probably the biggest one. So do you like swing a hip or how does it work that you move that left leg? So obviously it still moves the same way, but I've always kind of got to keep my eyes down on it because you can't feel it. Oh, so it's like, yeah, that's, isn't that amazing? Just what we wouldn't even think. Just it's like when do. you've sat on your leg and you know, when it goes numb, yes. exact same yeah. feeling yeah. of that. So when so, you look around the world and see everyone whinging about what they whinge about, including me and, and everyone, do you just shake your head at people? I guess in a weird way, it's, everything's kind of relative. Yeah. Everyone's stresses in life are quite relative. Um, again, it's probably a lesson that you'd never learn staying at a spinal cord hospital Young guys who've had quadriplegic injuries, yeah. Yeah. older guys mm. who'd had families. So to be in a position that I'm in now and have to have seen that kind of, and get that sort of perspective, I think uh, that's put me in a really good mental place. Obviously, I'm quite driven. I like to get yeah. outside and get busy. So like I said, I feel quite lucky to be out with my kids now. Gonna, are you blessed in some ways because the crap that, that dogs other people who haven't been through what you've been through probably wouldn't bother you to the same extent. Invaluable life lessons. Like you'd never get those lessons if you weren't put through, put through the fire like that. So yeah, like I said, of course you have your ups and downs, but it's choosing what side of bed you want to wake up in the morning with a bit of purpose, passion. Yeah. And, uh, I've got a lovely young family, so. And and they love you. Can actually, we're going to use you for, we're going to do a podcast. Yeah, there's going to be extended podcast you can get on the listener app. Um, the long run. Just before that, can we hear from one of your children, uh, talking, I don't know where this was, but this is one of your children talking about you. 
Oh, that's beautiful. Take that apple out of the throat there, Hughley. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's so special. God, you're inspirational. That's amazing. Uh, now, thelongrun.com.au uh, or thelongrunau to follow uh, Jay's uh, life and journey on Instagram. And there will be an extended podcast with us this week, which you can get on the listener app. Today FM. For every parent, but... I guess uniquely for single parents when you're sharing your child with their other parents. And I, I'm just going to read it because I probably can't put it any better. Yeah, it's only a short it. post that I did Good. on Instagram over the holidays and so many other mums, yeah. particularly dads as well, just had such beautiful comments. So many people related. So I basically said, I don't really do these kinds of posts, but separated parents, can you relate? The second my daughter goes to her dad, I start feeling guilty about the times I was tired, impatient, not my best self with her. I then spend the majority of time without her feeling guilty for the odd moment I wasn't mm. perfect. Then by the time I get her back, I haven't rested properly or enjoyed my time without her. And then the cycle continues. And I'm two years in. It's much easier than it used to be. I don't have that awful sick feeling that's debilitating anymore. I just miss her dreadfully and still find it hard. Also, side note, I want her hair. Yeah. Posted the back of her head. Yeah, with some beautiful curls. But yeah, it's just that, that when, and you know, no parent is perfect ever. How'd you go over the holidays? So we had six weeks off. uh, Yeah. So so we kind of shared her. I might've had her a tiny bit more, but she's away this whole week with her dad. And I find it, um, yeah, I find it really hard. And, and like, especially the night before she goes, if she's pushing my buttons or if, if she's being difficult, which, you know, you're meant to be as a five-year-old, mm. then if I'm getting annoyed with her, or if I'm saying a lot, you know, I then pull back or start to panic because I'm going to about to go to her dad. I don't want her last memory of me to be conflict or I don't want her last thought of me before she spends. And, and she doesn't normally spend this long away from me, but she's away for a week with her dad. I then start to worry, gosh, what if all she's thinking about is, you know, mummy was impatient because I wouldn't go to sleep. So it's just this, and then you, you just feel guilty the whole time as well as missing her. And then she comes back and then the whole cycle just continues and continues. Oh, I'm going to speak on behalf of our former producer, Sasha French, because I was with her right through the a journey of yes. her being a single mum, I think from mm-hmm. the age of maybe five, I reckon, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. up until her son is now, I think he's 20, he's over mm-hmm. in Japan as a mm-hmm. ski Dude. Instructor. She, I think he's instructor, to be honest, but it sounds better for his. Um, but she loved it. She loved the single time. She loved yeah. the time where she could hand him off to the, to the dad and then she could live her single life. So can you embrace S- that more? So do I sometimes. Oh, you do. There we go. <laughs> it just there we go. doesn't... Yeah, so not, there is. doesn't make me as big to me as the other side. But, uh, but to be honest, like. the, the last few months... I love it. Even really? sometimes, oh, that's <laughs> sometimes I look forward to it and I'm Yay. so excited. So when and sometimes you... when I have her, I, I dread it. So you posted a photo of yourself alone on a beach yesterday. With it your... was amazing. <laughs> it's no, taking it's... a real turn. No. But it's still really hard. We have got a mum on who was commented on your post. Yes, there's come and been talk some incredible comments. <laughs> Let's go. Jackie, you saw the post. You're a single mum of three and you you commented on Erin's Instagram. I did, yes. Hi, yeah, Jackie. Thank you so Hi. much Hi, for guys. engaging. What, what did you want to say? Um, look, single parenting, I think, can be the hardest job in the world, mm-hmm. but can also be the best job in the world, yep. can be the most thankless job in the world. Yep. Um, it's, it's, it's a struggle. But Are it's, you 50-50, you know, Jackie? 
Uh, two of my kids are 50-50 and one yep. of my kids is with me full time. Yeah. See, that's the other thing. I guess I'm lucky in that some of my girlfriends actually, their kids don't really see their dads at all or if they do, it might be once a fortnight. Whereas we're pretty close, maybe 60, 40, or even sometimes more. So, But, you know, yeah. Jackie doesn't get the moment that you get, Jackie, because one of yours is with you full time, so you don't get the moment where you're alone, do you, Jackie? No. So uh, I did. I did up until two years ago, so I do remember what I that feels yeah. like. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, look, I mean, my oldest is fairly independent. He's 12, about to turn yeah. 13, and he's he's quite self-sufficient. Oh, yeah. so. He's still young, so, yeah. But you yes, can relate to that if you're a bit – if they're pushing your buttons and you lose your temper or you're a little bit impatient, they then go and you just go, oh, God. Yes. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And then they, they head off to the, the fun dad. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the fun dad. Not oh You can God. be the fun mum. You can just you, know, you can turn that attitude around, you know. Some of us actually need to keep them alive and <laughs> I know. discipline I know, and education. She does all and... the logistics. <laughs> you guys are logistics champions yeah, generally. Thank and I'm you. speaking, you know, obviously Thanks, in, Jackie. in general. But... Thanks for sharing. You're a hero. Now, thank you, Jackie. Annalise, single mum of two boys. I am. And you know what? I would say I'm 50-50 custody. I'm here for the double life. And I am the fun mum. Great. Yes. Here we go. And yeah. you know what? You know what? Yeah. Annalise, you're the first. You. When we, I just separated or a little bit in, I saw a post you did on Instagram. And I was and Annalise works for Mamma Mia, by the way, everyone. Yeah. So you can Great. read us up there. But Mama I saw Mia. your post and Mama I just Mama. went, no one has ever just encompassed how I feel as much as you did then. And it's easier yeah. now because I'm more used to it. It doesn't. It's not like I can, I can now enjoy time without her, but gosh, it's still hard, isn't it? It is, it is. But also like the little hacks, like, you know, a couple of nights before they're going back to the other co-parent, ice cream for dinner, sure. Oh, um, I you love know, that. Age inappropriate <laughs> shows in front of the TV. Age, night, yes, Eliza and I watch The Bachelor. Yeah, that's, yes. that's fine. Mummy, why is he kissing so many you've girls? You've got to be able to watch The Bachelor. That's great. Yeah, are you, Annalise, you sound like you don't have your kids with you at the moment. Is that right or...? I, j- I just dropped them at vacation oh. care, which of course they complained. Oh, yes. Um, because they're too, they're too cool to go ice skating. But I said, you know what? I'm a, I'm a single mum. I've got no family. I've got no help. So I've got to pay for all the food that you consume. So enjoy your day. <laughs> Where can we read it. your stuff? Where can we read your stuff, Annalise? At Mamma Mia. It's Perfect. actually under my it's actually under my old married name, Yuck, Annalise Dent, but I've just changed it. <laughs> you say Yuck. Good riddance to bad rubbish. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Legend. everyone. Today FM.